Welcome back to the Anime Summit Newscast. It's your favorite host of the most sound the bomb. And it is January 16th, 2021. I am recording this a day late and releasing it um, later in the day than I normally would. I um, just had some things, some personal things come up. That, the, the, normally I record Friday night and it comes out Saturday. But we're doing, we're working on some schedule changes. So, I mean, um, I don't think that will affect the newscast. This is just a one-time thing. I, I, made, a, I made a boo-boo last night and I just had to... I was just really busy, so I just got caught up in some stuff. But anyway, so I am very, I'm very sorry, and I very much apologize for it being late. So, um, but yeah, let's get started. I got a flurry of like news. I got like a, and most of my anime news is just like anime hype, upcoming anime hype. But I got a lot of video game and movie and some comic news. And yeah, let's just jump right into it, shall we? First of all, though, I got to give a shout out to my queen Betty White, who's 99 years old. It's her birthday, and. She's fucking amazing. But Betty White is pretty much like I'm 30 years old and I'm pretty sure that Betty White's just going to outlive me. Like she's going to be 110. I'm going to be 40 and I'm just going to keel over while Betty White's still kicking kicking it and partying like real shit. Anyway, so shout out Betty White. Hell yeah. Let's get right into it though, shall we? Um we'll do the non-anime news and all that stuff, and then we'll get into the get into the anime news. Um, this one's kind of a big deal. Capcom Cup canceled online event announced as replacement. It's an update that shouldn't really be surprising by now when it comes to live events. Capcom announced that it's decided to cancel this year's Capcom Cup. The event was previously set to take place on February 19th, where top-tier competitors would compete in the Street Fighter World League World Championship, followed by more events. Leading up to the Capcom Cup Grand Finals on February 21st, in place of the traditional Capcom Cup, the publisher and event organizer said it will have an online event featuring top players, with more details on that to come soon. Um, yeah, so that's obvious. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure that if there was anything, you know, they, they had guidelines put in place and there's COVID cases are going up again, so it makes a lot of sense. Dragon Quest Tact smartphone game launches in the West on January 27th. So Square Enix announced on Wednesday that the Western release of Dragon Quest Tact, the tactical role-playing game based on Dragon Quest franchise, will launch on January 27th for iOS and Android devices. The game launched for iOS and Android in Japan in July 2020. The free-to-play game includes an in-app includes in-app purchases. So the, I, I think I mentioned this before once already, but it does look really cool, and I definitely want to try it. If you want me to try it and review it for you guys, I definitely will do that, so let me know. Because, um, I, I mean, I love tactical RPGs in general, and, I mean, Dragon Quest is always just really cool. So, New Overwatch 2 report has only bad news. A new Overwatch... I was kind of wondering that. Literally the other day, I was, like, a, a couple of weeks ago, or was it last week when the winter event ended... I was like, oh, man, like, I'm getting my last couple loot boxes here, and I totally forgot, like, about Overwatch 2. And I think most people have, to be honest. I mean, we're all just happy just playing Overwatch. But a new Overwatch 2 report has surfaced online from a prominent Overwatch insider sharing news about the game's release date and seemingly hinting at some development issues. Since Blizzard announced Overwatch 2 at BlizzCon 2019, it's gone radio silent about the project. This will likely change at BlizzCon line next month but for now we have a new project a new report from metro a well-known insider who is perhaps best known for their smattering of leaks before blizzcon 2019 that proved to be accurate including leaks involving overwatch 2 according to metro overwatch 2's development is moving very slow which perhaps explains why we haven't seen or heard anything from the game since its reveal Adding to this, Metro relays a word that they've heard the game is going to get delayed and that its release is very far off at this point. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that makes sense. I mean, with the pandemic included. Obviously, this was revealed in 2019, and I'm sure that they had plans to work very hard on it, you know, with, with when 2020 rolled around. And obviously, that probably didn't happen the way they wanted it to. A lot of things didn't happen the way a lot of people wanted it to, so... Um, to be honest with you, Overwatch 2 is like, you know, we've had discussions about it and how it seems really weird, how it just seems like a, just a big 
a big expansion pack for Overwatch. Which, before, I guess, I, that's really not a problem, I guess. I mean, because, like, that's how we got expansions before, you know, um, with Diablo games, you know, like Diablo 2, they had the Lord of Destruction expansion pack, and then Warcraft 3 had the the expansion pack, the Frozen Throne or whatever, and, yeah, so, I mean, I mean, it's really not, I mean, we've had that stuff kind of stuff before, and I'm glad with Overwatch that anything that is, like, there's not really any in-app purchases, there is for loot boxes, but it's not, like, stuff you can't get, it's not stuff you can't get in-game already, and, you know, Overwatch 2, if it's big enough, and I think they said they were going to charge, like, 40 or 50 bucks for it, I mean... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Moon Knight fans ecstatic with Ethan Hawke casting. Um, earlier today came news that Marvel Studios has landed another surprising actor for one of its projects after it was announced that four-time Academy Award nominee Ethan Hawke will be joining the cast of the Disney Plus series Moon Knight. The report revealed that Hawke is up to play the villain in the series where he'll go toe-to-toe with none other than Oscar Isaac as the masked hero. This news has fans stoked, not only because it means Moon Knight is that much closer to becoming a reality, but because someone with the caliber of Ethan Hawke joining a superhero franchise, which he previously kind of dismissed, is pretty exciting. <clears throat> yeah, that's exciting, man. That's really cool. Pokemon Unite MOBA was announced uh, recently. The new Pokemon Unite feature has been confirmed thanks to apparent leak that showed different Pokemon from the game wearing unique skins. The costume Pokemon included creatures like Machamp, Lucario, and Mr. Mime, who are all customized to look like much different from how you'd normally expect to see them. Though it's not an official announcement, it's the first we've heard from the Pokemon Unite game for a while now, as it was originally announced back in June 2020. The Centro Pokemon Twitter account that frequently shares information about Pokemon-related topics tweeted out the three images below this week to show off some of the Pokemon Unite scans we'll apparently see in the game. Which looks really cool. I mean, it's kind of what you would expect in... Um, and, you know, other kind of MOBA games that have, like, skins for characters. We have a Lucario here that looks like, um, he kind of looks like a, um, like Zoro with, like, a hat and a black cape. We have, a uh, uh, Mr. Mime here with a, a yellow tuxedo. We have a Garchomp here with a Hawaiian shirt and goggles. Kind of cute, actually. We have a Greninja that looks like he's wearing, like, a green Sentai outfit. Um, a Machamp with, uh, um, with, uh, what do you call that? The the in in Hawaii, the flowers that go around your neck. I t- the words on the tip of my tongue, but he, he's wearing like uh, beach shorts or surf shorts with a Hawaiian print on it. Super cute. I mean, I'm excited for this game. I hope that it comes out soon. In um, uh, or is it already out? Pokemon Unite. It's out on the Switch, right? Too. Um, hold on a second. Let me look this up. Am I stupid? I know it's out on mobile, right? It's out on iOS. In Android. Um, if anyone's... Hold on a second. When can we play this? I am so bad. It was announced June 20, 24, 2020. Oh, there's a, so it's not out yet, but there's been a pre-release. Okay. I mean, I'm excited to play that. It's supposed to be free, so that's going to be cool. Uh, but that's really cute. That's really exciting. Speaking of Pokemon, new Pokemon Snap Switch game launches on April 30th. The new trailer came out earlier this week. And, man, it looks really cool. And hopefully it's more than its predecessor because, obviously, the N64 game, um, a lot of people, although it's really fun, it's a really fun game, I mean, even initially when released, a lot of people were disappointed about how small it was, how little Pokemon there were. I mean, it was so innovative for the time that a lot of people kind of didn't see that part, though there was a very small uh, handful of, of, of critics who thought the game was... Very meager, let's say. So hopefully this game is what um, will fill all of that missing stuff from the previous game. And it looks very cool. So speaking of Pokemon again, we have been talking about Diamond and Pearl remakes for years and years and years. The Switch has already been out for a while now. And we just want our Diamond and Pearl remakes. Apparently, there is... uh, Central Pokemon, again, a well-known Pokemon site with a history of correct leaks, reported that there was a leak that Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remakes will be released later this year. 
Um, and if that is the case, I am very excited. Um, because the way that Pokemon remakes work is that <clears throat> it's the next gen of portable console that releases the remake of its previous gen. So like generation three, we got red and red and fire red and leaf green, which is a red and blue remake. And then <clears throat> DS, we got heart gold, soul silver, which is the gen two remake. And then 3DS, we got Alpha Sapphire and Omega Red, um, which was the Gen 4, or Gen 4, Gen 5, you know, Gen 3 remake. And then so now we have the Switch, you know, we're on the next portable console, and, um, you know, now it's about time to do a Gen 4 remake, you know, and after that a Gen 5 remake, because Gen 4 and Gen 5 were both on the DS. So then X, Y, and Sun and Moon were both on 3DS, right? Yeah, so hell yeah. I mean, Gen 4 in my opinion is arguably the best gen. Um, there were so many new ideas introduced in Gen 4 and so many more so many amazing Pokemon in Gen 4 that were released. I, it's it And just the the story and gameplay by itself was really cool because yeah, it was you facing off against another like crime organization called Team Galactic, but the villain, Cyrus, was just, he was one of those kind of sociopathic guys where he was, he was like Thanos, kind of. He kind of was like, we need to make, like, we need to make the world a better place, and I'm going to do so by doing this. And it was just kind of cool. Like, I don't know. Um, you know, Giovanni is, is like, I just want to take over the world, or whatever kind of person. And you know, Team Magma and Team Aqua from Gen 3 were lame. Like, nobody cares about them. They're a bunch of bitches. Like, oh, we're, we're Team Aqua, Team Magma, Elements. Oh, like, stupid. Team Galactic, though. Team Galactic was really cool. They were... It was almost somewhat cultish in a way. It's kind of like Team Plasma, except probably a little more so. And they were really cool. So, I mean, Gen 4 is really awesome. I love Gen 4. Um, I have Diamond and Pearl. Both of them. They're great. Um, so fuck yeah, dude. Godzilla vs. Kong fans are wondering where the fuck the trailer is. We finally got a, date, a release date for HBO Max and theaters, which will be March 26, 2021. So where the fuck is the trailer? <laughs> so, like, we're kind of wondering where that shit is, and I'm excited to see that because I want to see that. I still have not seen the latest Godzilla movie where the King of Monsters, or, the you know, where he fights, like, Ghidorah and all that. Um, but, yeah, I do want to see that movie. Um and I still haven't seen Shin Godzilla, which is the one that Hideaki Anno uh, did, um, which is a new Toho one. But yeah, Spider-Man 3 Daredevil actor Charlie Cox from the Daredevil Netflix series apparently was seen wrapping, wrapping up filming on Spider-Man 3. That's right, Matt Murdock, the lawyer, is apparently going to be in Spider-Man 3, so that's pretty dope. Chris Evans once had a Captain America return after Avengers Endgame would be risky, but there was Thursday reports that said that Chris Evans will return to the MCU as Steve Rogers. The Captain America started would be said it would be risky to revisit the role after Avengers Endgame, um, and would be. And the conclusion to the Infinity Saga was already an addendum to Evans' original six-picture contract, which he extended because Endgame would wrap everything up. The record-breaking blockbuster released in 2019 ends with Rogers now retired at the age of 112 passing the mantle and the shield of Captain America to his successor, Sam Wilson. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what that means. I mean, obviously, he's probably just not going to be Cap anymore. He'll be Steve Rogers, like it, it happened in the comic. He, um, After he had died after the Civil War, he came back as just Steve Rogers. And I think he took up the mantle of Cap again later, but he was Steve Ro just Steve Rogers for a while. Um Speaking of which, WandaVision star Elizabeth Olsen speaks out on Doctor Two Strange, Doctor Strange Two changes. Um, first two episodes of WandaVision came out today, or was it yesterday? Yesterday or today? And it is a new limited series featuring Wanda, Maximoff, Scarlet Witch, and the Vision. And um, in which I really can't tell you what the show is about. All I know is that they're in some kind of dream state or weird weird world that is not right like some fucking matrix shit 
But anyway, the series or the show is supposed to bridge into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which is the second Doctor Strange film. And the Doctor Strange film is not like in lockdown, like the Avengers movies were and the recent Marvel movies were. Um, it's kind of fluid with changes, and they're going along with those changes as more MCU stuff comes out. So, of course, we have WandaVision, Loki, and um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming out, and either one of those shows may have something to do with the next phase in the series. We also are hearing about Moon Knight. We're hearing about Nova. We're hearing about Secret Invasion and Inhumans and uh, things like that. So we'll see. Um, it'll be cool. DC announces new Robin ongoing series, even as the future state event has been making its impact throughout the DC universe. The publisher has already began to look ahead into the future in a major way. In March, the company will officially kick off Infinite Frontier, a new publishing initiative that will weave an area of different characters and concepts throughout the DC universe. On Thursday, DC announced the latest extension of what will entail a new ongoing series surrounding Damian Wayne Robin. The Robin series will hail from writer Joshua Williamson, um, the artist Gleb Melanikov. Uh, after learning of the Deadly League of Lazarus tournament, Damian Wayne has a new mission to win the tournament and prove he is the greatest fighter in the DC universe. But first, he must find the secret, the secret island where the tournament is being held. Um, if you're a fan of Damian Wayne, I definitely imagine you'd want to cop this. So I'm excited uh, to hear about that. Uh, uh, Gleb Mel Melnikov is a great artist. Um, so I'm excited. Uh, Robin number one, and that comes out. Uh, when does that come out? Ooh, there's variant covers too, man. These variant covers look sick. Hold on a sec. It didn't even fucking say when it was coming out, yo. Batman 106, Detective Comics 1034. Hold on a second. Let me look. Let me Google it, because I actually, I am... Kind of want to get back into comics, and I would not mind getting back into this because I am a fan of Damian Wayne, to be honest with you. And um, Robin Volume 1, Book Issue 1. No, not this one. That's a different Robin number one. I'm talking, I'm talking about the man, the boy, Damian Wayne. Oh, you know what I'll do? Here, I'll type in 2021. That'll get the bones going. I want to start doing more comic news on here. So, oh, March 2021. Robin Eternal. April 2021. New Robin series. Um, Let's see. Oops. Robin number one will hit comic shops on April 27th. You can check out the issue's primary cover as well. Yeah, I'm excited. I want to read that. That's going to be sick. Sorry, that took so long. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the game complete edition. Uh, that came out today. Or no, yesterday. Um, or not not today, but... Uh, oh, yeah, no, it did. Okay, and then... Returning on January 14th for the Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, and Google Stadia, and limited-run games is set to start taking pre-orders for physical versions on January 15th. So, yes, do that. Do that shit. Do it. I might I might get that because I, I I've always I've wanted to start collecting more physical limited run copies of things and I've always missed them and this is definitely a game I have to pick up. There's a couple different versions of it. So there's the there's there's the the normal cover or the normal box switch box and it's just um, it kind of looks like the movie cover. Um, and then there's the Scott Pilgrim vs the World the game. It's also a regular switch box, but the front cover looks like Sonic Adventure. Um, where he's kind of doing like a weird pose and it's like a circle. And then there is the the special edition box that looks like a Sega box. It looks like a Sega hard cover box. Then there is the the limited run classic edition um, box set that comes with a little map of the overworld, comes with the soundtrack by Anna Monaguchi, comes with the clamshell case, um, the other clamshell case for PS4, a sticker sheet, and some fake tickets to the, the concert at the Rocket. And then there's the KO edition, which is probably the one of the most ambitious 
special editions of something I've ever seen. Um, this comes with a roadie collector's case, um, which is like a little, it's a little, you open it and it's like a roadie case where you, where you would put a snare drum or something in or a speaker in and it, it sets up as to become a stage and then the little characters are on the, the stage. There's the deluxe clamshell case with a reversible cover, so it looks like a Sega box. Um, then there's the the switch. The you get both both covers, so you get I don't know if it's two copies of the game, but it's both covers, so you get the clamshell Sega case and the regular Nintendo Switch case. The Clash of Demon Hand commemorative concert tickets at the Rocket. Um, some sticker, two sticker sheets, a pair of drumsticks with Kim and Scott rocking out animation frames across the stick, the stick, the guitar picks, the CD and cassette for the original soundtrack from Anamanaguchi, a guidebook to the game that is in the form that looks like a, it's a hardcover book, but it looks like a notebook for the Sex Bombs, an enamel pin of Scott on the Overworld, and then seven Evil X's trading card sets, and then the poster of the Overworld map of the game. It is super fucking sick. It is the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. If you've never played this game, it's very great. It's done by the artist Paul Robertson, and it's a side-scroll beat-em-up game in which you can play four different characters, and it's it just looks super cool. And well, it's it's yeah, four different characters. It's Knives, Kim, Scott, and Ramona, I believe. Yeah, and then I think there's I think you can get Steven as a secret character or something. Anyway, we got first images of Mortal fucking Combat, dude. We got a picture of Jax. His fucking robot arms are cool. We got a picture of what I believe to be Sonya about to give Kano an arm bar. And you can kind of see scars across Kano's right face. So it's like before he gets a metal plate on his face, it seems like. We got a picture of what I believe to be Liu Kang and Kung Lao. Um, they look like the fucking video game, except like, you know, not goofy. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't look... I mean, it looks great. I think, I think, I believe this is Sub Zero and Scorpion, and apparently the movie is supposed to open um, with a very brutal fight between Sub Zero and Scorpion. And then we have a we have a still image of Sub Zero. It looks like he's making an ice sword. It, it looks fucking amazing. I'm excited for this. It looks so 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 good. Um, it's gonna be one of the ones on HBO Max. Um, we have first footage of Space Jam 2, Space Jam A New Legacy, which isn't expected to be released until this summer, July 16th to be exact, which is my birthday. But fans don't have to wait any longer for their first look at footage from the much-anticipated Space Jam follow-up starring Ellie Laker star LeBron James. Um, there was a little HBO Max, like, trailer thing, where it's a trailer for HBO Max, and in that you can see a little footage of, of, uh, Space Jam. So, yeah, and, and Mortal Kombat. There was uh, Sub-Zero making the sword. There's LeBron James right there with Bugs Bunny. There's a Will Smith movie there. There's, yeah, a bunch of stuff. So there's the Tom and Jerry, which we've seen trailers for already. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited about that. Suicide Squad, In the Heights, Judas and the Black, Conjuring, Space Jam, Malignant, Cry Macho, Tom and Jerry. The new Matrix movie will be on there as well. So, yeah, it's fucking exciting. Uh, we got a trailer for King of Fighters 15. I think I talked about this on the last newscast, but just in case you didn't hear it. Um, the the initial roster has Shun A, Kyo Kisanagi, Benamaru Nakaido, K, Leona Hydern, and Mai Shiranui. I don't know if I'm excited for this one because the 3D look still bugs me. It The KOF 13, 12 and 13, the way they did those games was just so good. I just can't imagine why you would want to change that. Um... Super Mario 3D World, Bowser's Fury, Switch Game Trailers Preview, and new Bowser and Mario forms. Nintendo began streaming on Tuesday and Wednesday two new trailers for its Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury game, an updated port of the Super Mario 3D World Wii U game for Nintendo Switch, and the Giga Bowser looks amazing. He looks fucking awesome. I love Bowser so much. I love Bowser so much. I love Bowser so much. And he just looks so badass and handsome, as always. Samurai Showdown adds Cham Cham and The Last Blades 2 Hibiki. SNK announced last week that it is adding the franchise character Cham Cham and Hideki Takane from The Last Blade 2 to Samurai Showdown fighting game this March as part of its Season Pass 3. The game Season Pass 1 includes characters Rimururu, Basara, Kazuki, and Wanfu. Season Pass 2 includes Mina, Sagetsu, 
Eroha and Warden from Ubisoft's, Ubisoft's For Honor game. And Season Pass 3 has already began with Hibiki and Cham Cham, who I believe is Tam Tam's like sister or cousin or something. But anyway, I still have not played the new Samurai Showdown, and I really want to. I heard it's really fun. So I think it's on my Steam wish list, isn't it? Hold on a second. Hold on. Or is, it's on Steam, right? Or is it not on Steam yet? Do you guys know? If you know, let me know. That being said, we are done with the non-anime news. First, let's take a small break, and we'll be right back. Hey everybody, Sam from Anime Summit here, and I'm here to talk to you about matcha tea from tpaz.com. This matcha is uh, harvested from Uji, Japan, and is certified organic matcha. It's a healthy and organic stress reliever, cognitive boost, it's full of antioxidants, and full of natural caffeine to wake you up in the morning. Go to tpaz.com and use anime at the checkout to get 20% off, or you can go to um, matcha.animesummit.net, and it'll auto-apply the coupon for you. Matcha tea at tpaz.com. Boom, check that out for me. Okay, always links.animesummit.net. You can find all of the information right there. Links to the YouTube, the Spotify, anywhere you can listen. And, of course, patreon.com slash animesummit. You can become a patron today. Give a smoky his wings. And I really appreciate anyone who's a patron. I love you guys so much. I will give you guys as much extra content as you want, as, as, as I can give you, and anything extra that you guys deserve. And we are working on some physical goodies to send you out soon hopefully soon hopefully soon hopefully soon hopefully soon and also i wanted to say thank you to the AAA podcast for having me on their latest episode where we reviewed akudama drive i was invited to record with them on i was so i was on the live stream of the episode and their audio version came out on thursday um and we reviewed akudama drive i was there with pope minsky and mason and it was super fun i love it so go listen to it if you haven't yet um, AAA Podcast has been an anime podcast for a long, long time. Um, and so I'm very excited about that. So, yeah, please go listen to that. Please go listen to AAA Podcast if you haven't yet. Uh, but, yeah, let's get into the non-anime news, shall we? Or no, the anime news. <laughs> Not the non The anime news. Let's get into it. So let's save that for the end because it's a big one. Original anime. Here's a new one, Odd Taxi, announced with cast app promo video and manga. There's a new anime coming out called Odd Taxi, and it is a original. The story follows Kotagawa, an eccentric, reticent 41-year-old taxi driver who has no relatives and does not have much to do with others. He does have conversations with his customers, including a college student who wants to go viral, a nurse hiding a secret, an unsuccessful comedian, a street rough, an up-and-coming idol. These conversations lead him to a girl who has disappeared. Um... This looks like a bunch of Animal Face Johnsons, and I'm excited about that. Um, and the main character is a walrus. He's a little walrus. Um, manga creator Kazuya Konomoto is writing the anime. Mugita Kinoshita is directing the anime. And um, I don't know what the studio is. Where's the studio? Studio TV Tokyo. It does not say the studio, but... Uh, I'm excited for that. It looks really cool. Uh, Odd Taxi. Farewell, my dear Kramer. Soccer TV anime reveals more cast of visual. This is a sports anime about a soccer club, and the soccer club is full of cute girls. And, uh, yeah, it looks really cool. The story will adapt the Sayonara football prequel manga, which follows Nozomi in junior high school. With no soccer accomplishments to speak of during the the entirety of Sumire Suo's junior High school years, the young, the young wing gets an odd offer. Suo's main rival Midori Soshizaki invites her to join up on the same team in high school, with the promise that she'll never let Suo play alone. It's an earnest offer, but the question is whether Suo will take her up on it. Thus, the curtain opens on a story that collects an enormous cast of individual soccer-playing personalities. So yeah, there we go. We have a new soccer anime coming out. It looks kind of cute. Hopefully, it's good. We'll see, though. Only time will tell. Um, PA Works reveals Aquatrope of White Sand original anime for July. Um, this looks really amazing. The the characters look really cute. The anime takes place at Gamma Gamma Aquarium or Gamma Gamma Aquarium, a small aquarium in Okinawa, an hour's bus ride from Naha. Kukuro Misakino is an 18-year-old high school student who works there, and she knows about the secret of the aquarium. Sometimes you can see mysterious things. 
Wendy Kukurumitsuka, standing in front of a water tank with flowing hair and with a tear rolling down her cheek. Fuka has given up on her dream of becoming an idol, and she has run away from Tokyo to Okinawa. Wanting to find a place to belong, Fuka earnestly asks to work at the aquarium. The anime follows Kukuru and Fuka as they deal with the issues of the secret of the, secret of the aquarium and a looming crisis of its possible closure. Uh, yeah, there you go. That looks really cute. It looks really nice. ReZero creator, scriptwriter, pen... Scriptwriter is going to pen Wit Studios' April TV anime, Vivi Fluorite Eye Song. Wit Studio announced on Friday that it is producing the original television anime, Vivi Fluorite Eye Song. Uh, Tap- Tape Nagatsuki, who is the writer for ReZero, and Eiji Umahara, ReZero Starting Life in Another World episode scriptwriter, and Chaos Child created the story and wrote the scripts. Um, there's no... Um, there's a little, like, TV PV thing, like, like a little teaser. Um, but there's no, and there's a key visual that looks actually kind of amazing. It looks really cool, but there is no synopsis or anything yet. Um, and the tagline is the story of how I, Vivi, will destroy my AI self. Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S anime unveils new visual in July premiere. Happy birthday to me again. Uh, I love Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. I love it so much. And we're finally going to get to see the character. Um, I forgot her name. Um, but she is a dragon girl. And she's got... She's got a pair of yids. Let's just say that. Yiddies. <laughs> I mean, I, obviously, most a lot of the girls in this anime do. But hers are... Anyway... Uh, Super Cub Motorbike Animator unveils new visual April premiere. Um, the novel's story centers on Koguma, a high school girl in Yamanashi. She has no parents, friends, or hobbies, and her daily life is empty. One day, Koguma gets a used Super a Honda Super Cub motorcycle. This is her first time going to school on a motorcycle. Running out of gas and hitting detours has become a small source of adventure in Koguma's life. She is satisfied with this strange transformation, but her classmate Reiko ends up taking talking to her about how she also goes to school by motorcycle. One super cub begins to open up a lonely girl's world, introducing her to a new everyday life and friendship. So yeah, motorcycle girls. Uh, really cute. That looks really cute. I'm excited to I'm excited to see that. It actually looks really nice, and the, the, the key visual looks really amazing. The background, I was watching the PV earlier, and the background looks super good. Looks really nice. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure thus spoke Rohan Kishibayobe's launch on Netflix Worldwide on February 18th. Netflix announced on Friday that it will stream the anime Thus Spoke Kishibi Rohan, um, the spin-off manga for his JoJo Bizarre Adventure manga in 190 countries, starting on February 18th. Um, so yeah, dude. Um, thus Spoke Kishibi, Roma, Kishibi Rohan is a series of Hirohiko Araki's manga one-shots Starring his Jojo Bizarre Adventure, Diamond as a breakable character, Rohan Kishibe, who is also Araki's fictional alter ego as a manga artist. Shuisha published the first compiled book volume on the, the different Kishibe Rohan Waogonakanai stories in November 2013. The manga's latest installment titled Episode 10, The Run, debuted in February 2018 in Shuisha's Weekly Shonen Jump magazine. Um, the anime studio David Production adapted two Thus Spoke Kishibe Rohan stories as an original anime DVDs. Um, in 2017, but yeah, so that's, that's pretty cool. I think people are going to be excited about that. Gift Plus Minus manga author aims to end the series this year. Gift Plus Minus manga creator Yuka Nagate announced on Twitter on Wednesday that she aims to complete the series by the end of 2021. The manga inspired an anime adaptation that debuted in production IG Anime Bean Zap in September 2018. The manga centers on Tamaki Suzuhara. The high school student who is skilled at hunting people, she tracks down criminals who have been judged as having no chance at redemption and gathers organs for the need of needs of patients. Um, I've heard this manga is really cool, and it uh, debuted in 2018, and it's ending soon, so I don't know. I've heard it's really awesome. I'll add it to my plan to read list. If you want to read it with me, let me know. Um, let's save that for the end because these are, these are big pieces. So I'm going to move these to the end. There we go. Kanojo Mo Kanojo anime unveils main staff in teaser visual. Um, the neo-romantic comedy manga centers on Naoya, a first year high school student after he confesses to Saki, the girl he's liked for a long time, and they decide to start dating. 
Naya's life is full of bliss. However, one day a beautiful young woman named Nagisa also confesses to Naya. Naya and Nagisa immediately get along, and he tells Nagisa that he already has a girlfriend. She vows to confess to him again someday when he suddenly proposes they instead go together to talk with Saki about him dating them both at the same time. Saki and Nagisa hit it off immediately, and while Saki is angry and reluctant at first about the idea, she eventually agrees. Hey, man. I mean, so this is probably not trying to do polyamory representation straight up in as as much as it is just a, you know, comedy about dating two people at the same time, huh? But, you know, I'll take it for what it is. I mean, that's a kind of exciting. Polyamory is really nice if you can be honest about it. And it seems like this character wants to be honest about it with his girlfriend. So, I mean... That could be really fun. Um, we'll see. Satoshi Kuwabara, who did the quintus- quintessential quintuplets, is directing the anime at Tezuka Productions. Keiichiro Ochi, who also did the quintuplets, is in charge of series scripts. And Akiko Toyota, who did Yu-Gi-Oh! Dark Side Dimensions, is designing the characters. So, yeah, the two girls look really cute, to be honest with you. That You know, they kind of got that aesthetic thing going on. There's a long-haired, a long red-haired girl and then a girl with, with a red ascot. And then we have a... Uh, a black or dark haired girl uh, with shorter hair and a blue ascot. So it's kind of got that aesthetic thing going for it, which is kind of nice. That's really cute. So finally, Evangelion film delayed again due to the Rona. Um, as much as, as much as I'm a believer of wearing masks and staying home and being safe, we all hate the Rona. And I just want to say, fuck you to the Rona. If you were a real person, I would murder you. Okay. If the Ronona Chan was a real person, I would kill them. I would break their neck, and I would stab them multiple times. I hate the Rona. I hate the Rona so much. I hate it. Um, Lisa's Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba movie theme is number one song downloaded for 13 straight weeks. Um, which is really cool. Don't get me wrong, okay? We all, we've all known that her the movie theme was really good, and her theme for the original show for the first show was was really cool but have you heard her new theme for back arrow the anime back arrow that's coming out this year that song is tits dude that song is straight cash i love it so much if you have not listened to it i highly recommend you do um because obviously it was a single before I think it was a single before it was chosen for this show. But um, let me go. Hold on a second. I'm going to my playlist, my music playlist right now. It's called Dawn. Yeah, Dawn. Um, and it's really cool. It's a great song. So catchy. Go listen to it if you haven't yet. But yeah, I mean, obviously Lisa's killing the game right now. Jujutsu Kaisen manga circulation jumped 235% after anime's premiere. Um, we're now up to volume 14. And it has 20 million copies in circulation. Um, that's not sold, by the way. Including digital copies, the manga's number of copies in circulation has risen to 235% since the premiere of the anime adaptation in October. Which I fucking told y'all. I told y'all. I told y'all. Okay. Eden Zero anime premieres on April 10th. Um, this year's seventh issue of Kodansha's Weekly Shonen Magazine announced on Wednesday that the television anime of Hiro Mashima's Eden Zero manga will premiere on NTV and other channels on Saturday, April 10th. Shinji Ishihara, Fairy Tale and Long Horizon, is the chief director of the anime at JC staff, and Yushi Suzuki, episode director for Fairy Tale Season 3, is directing the anime. So yeah, there you go for your Eden Zero fans. New Shaman King anime cast Michiko Nea and Toru Sakurai, um as the Tao Jun and Li Pai Long. Uh, they are the, the, the twins. I don't remember the name of the twins. Tao Jun. Oh, no. No, Li Pai Long is the guard of Tao Jun. So, like, the, you know, the, the, the stand, if you will. Um, like, Amidamaru is uh, Yo's stand or whatever. I'm really excited for this show. If you've never seen Shaman King or Red Shaman King... It's fucking amazing, and the original show never finished the the manga, so I'm I'm thinking this anime or this remake is uh is going to do it up all the way. So I'm excited for that. 
Let's make a mug to animate cast Haru Miyachi and Nendo Sumida after audition with 2,000 applicants. The official website for the television anime adaptation of the city of Tai Tajimi's promotional manga, Yakunara Mug Cup Mo, Let's Make a Mug 2, revealed on Friday that the anime has cast Haru Miyachi and Nendo Sumida. Following an audition that received over 2,000 applicants, both new cast members will play students who attend Pottery Club at a different school from the main characters. Um... Yeah, this anime is literally about a pottery club. That's that's all. <laughs> that's that's it, man. That's it. Um, but it takes place in a, in a, a southern part of the Gifu Prefecture in Japan, which is famous for Mino earthenware. The city is dotted with historical pottery producers and ceramic art museums. So I believe this anime is supposed to be a promotional. It's supposed to help bring tourism to the area, you know, for, you know, bring economy to the area and stuff like that. The Hidden Dungeon Only I Can Enter anime streams mini-anime's first episode. The Hidden Dungeon is a place of legend where rare treasures and items are hidden. Nor the third son of an impoverished noble family who's lost the one job offer he had was lucky enough to hear about this dungeon. He then acquires a skill that allows him to create, bestow, and edit skills. And in order to use it, he needs to accumulate points by carrying out such tasks as eating delicious meals and doing sexual things with alluring members of the opposite sex. Sounds stupid. <laughs> Sounds dumb. But the girls do look really cute and really hot, so I'm sure they did that on purpose. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's fucking funny. I guess it's going to be perverted and hilarious. So here's the big things, the big stories. Shuisha denies involvement in recent Twitter copyright takedowns. Um... Beginning on Thursday last week, Twitter locked numerous accounts and deleted uploaded images in response to copyright claims allegedly under the name of Japanese manga publisher Shuisha. Many of the images deleted were related to Shuisha's properties, in particular to the manga One Piece and Dragon Ball Super, and included fan art and cosplay photographs. Shuisha told ANN on Wednesday that the copyright takedowns were not from Shuisha, but from a third party using the company's name without permission. Shuisha denied any involvement in the takedowns. Shuisha also also issued a statement on its Manga Plus website on Thursday, saying that it has been falsely misrepresented by an individual sending in copyright claims and is currently investigating with social media platforms to decide on a course of action. On Monday, Twitter user at New World Arditor posted a document that alleged that's alleged that Shuisha did not make the copyright claims, but a third party who supposedly used Shuisha's name to harass others. Um, New World Archer's post identified the phone number and the fax number in the claim document as belonging to Kadokawa, not Shuisha as listed. New World Archer's post further claimed to identify the user who sent the claims by way of correlating the name used in the claim document with a YouTuber, YouTuber with a similar moniker. The YouTuber allegedly threatened another YouTuber with harassment and copyright claims to coerce them into entering into a relationship. Whoa! Whoa! Drama! That is actually really sa- That's actually really scary, and that's really shitty. And I hope Shuisha gets it all cleared up, because, like... Like, I, I, I always thought that I thought it was really fucking goofy when we talked about it because One Piece's 1,000th chapter just came out. And, like, there's no way. Why would you go full full pirate bitch, like, full pirate shark claim bitch on that when One Piece's 1,000th chapter was coming out? And it's on the Jump Plus app and everything. Like, it's just really crazy. So, um, again, with Shuisha... Response after One Piece editor gets spotted with pirated adult manga viewing history. Um, Shusha issued a statement to the news outlet Jcast after a recent controversy involving a One Piece editor's internet viewing history. The editor's smartphone screen was shown in a recent live stream. In the search history, it was briefly shown that one of the links was to an adult manga pirate site. The live stream, which originally debuted last Friday to commemorate One Piece's 1000th chapter, is currently set to private on YouTube. Shuja's statement is translated as follows. After confirming the facts, we have determined that the smartphone screen of the employee involved, which was shown in a video stream, showed a link that he had inadvertently touched while surf- surfing the net and that it accidentally became part of this his access history. He was not searching for illegal sites, nor was he performing illegal downloads. Regarding the use of one's personal device on a live stream, as a company, we cannot recommend this practice and we have issued a firm warning. We deeply apologize for causing concern among viewers of the live stream and fans of the manga. The video has currently been made inaccessible due to technological reasons on YouTube's end, and when it was when and when it has been removed, we plan to edit it and re-upload it. 
Yeah, okay. We'll see. But, uh, I mean, that's why you don't use your phone when you're working and when you're on the camera, man. Just don't do it because, you know, you never know what someone's going to see. If you don't want people to see your stuff, then take it off. You know what I mean? Uh, Crunchyroll announces nominees for the 5th Annual Anime Awards. Okay, let's do it. Started from the bottom category going up. Best Comedy. Um, wait, this is just the nominees, right? Not the winners. Yeah, nominees. Best Comedy is Kaguya-sama, Kagushigoto, Keep Your Hands Off Aizuken, My Life as an Ex-Villainous, Sleepy Princess and Demon Castle, The Misfit of Demon King Academy. Best drama is Beastars, Fruits Basket Season 2, Great Pretender, Japan Sinks, Sing Yesterday for Me, Somali in the Forest Spirit. Best fantasy is Ascendance of a Bookworm, Part 2, Decadence, Dora Hedoro, Dragon Quest, The Adventure of Die, ReZero, Season 2, Tower of God. Best ending, Best ED, BNA, Dora Hedoro, Great Pretender, Inspector, Jujutsu Kaisen, The Millionaire Detective. Best OP, Beastars, Great Pretender, Haikyuu to the Top, Jujutsu Kaisen, Kaguya-sama, and keep your hands off Azekin. Best VA performance in English. Aaron Phillips is Lauren Thierry in Great Pretender. Uh, Aniris Quinones as Echidna in ReZero. Crispin Freeman as Zeosudra in Fate Grand Order, Demonic Front, Babylonia. Uh, Johnny Young Bosch as Bam in Tower of God. Jonah Scott as Legoshi in Beastars. And Zeno Robinson as Hawks in My Hero Academia Season 4. Best VA performance in Japan. Megumi Ogata is Hanako from Toyban Hanako-kun. Mutsumi Tamura is Sayaka Kanamori from Keep Your Hands Off Eizuken. Riho Sugiyama as Minare Koda in Wave Listen to Me. Yuichi Nakamura as Satoru Gojo in Jujutsu Kaisen. Yusuke Kobayashi as Natsuki Subaru in ReZero. Yusuke Onoki as Daisuke Kambe in The Millionaire Detective. Best Couple, Katarina Kleas and Maria Campbell in My Next Life is a Villainess. Chizuru and Kazuya in Rent-A-Girlfriend, Kaguya and Miyuki in Kaguya-sama Love's War, Kotaka Iwanagawa and Kuro, Kuro Sekurugawa in Inspector, Legoshi and Haru in Beastars, Nasa Yuzaki and Suzaku, Tsukasa Yuzaki in Tony Kawa Over the Moon for You. Best Character Design. Uh, brand New Animal, Tower of God, Toilet Bound Hanaka-kun, Keep Your Hands Off Eizuken, Yashihime Prince's Half Demon and Great Pretender. Best Director, Hiro Kaburagi, Great Pretender. Mamoru Hatakeyama, Kaguya-sama. Masaki Yuasa, Keep Your Hands Up, Eizuken. Sung-Hoo Park, Jujutsu Kaisen. Takashi, Takashi Sano, Tower of God. And Yuzuru Tachikawa, Decadence. Best Score, Alisa Okahazama, The God of High School. Kensuke Ushio, Japan Sinks. Kevin Penkin, Tower of God. Oro Taichi, Keep Your Hands Off Eizuken, Satoru Kosaki, Beastars, Yutaka Yamada in Great Pretender. Best Fight Scene. Dude, okay, here we go. Berkuli vs. Dark God Vecta in SAO uh, Alicization Wars the Underworld Part 2. Brawler vs. Master in Akadama Drive. Deku vs. Overhaul in My Hero Season 4. Jin Mori vs. Han Daiwei in God of High School. Jin Mori vs. Jagal Tech in God of High School. Satsuru Gajo versus Ryomen Sakuna in Jujutsu Kaisen. That's tough, man. Brawler Brawler vs. Master was 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 okay. It was animated very nice. Um, kind of all over the place. Uh, Jin Mori vs. Han Daiwei was really sick. Satsuru Gajo vs. Sakuna was really sick. But I have to give it to Deku vs. Overhaul in My Hero during the the raid, the 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 the, the compound raid on when they raided to rescue Aerie and stuff. That fight was just unreal because Deku had his fucking Goku moment, you know? Um, it was Lemillion uh, fighting Overhaul, and Deku just busts through the wall and is like, I'm fucking here, let's go, let's do this. Like fucking Goku punching Frieza or kicking Frieza in the face right after he's about, right after he kills Vegeta, and he comes in and saves everyone. It's just like badass, the most badass thing. Like it's so badass. Like he had his Goku moment, and it was fucking dope. Like it was so good. Um, best antagonist: Akito Soma, Fruits Basket, Ikidna from Zero, N from Dora Hedoro, Overhaul from My Hero, Rachel Tower of God, Ryomen Sakuna Jujutsu Kaisen. Best protagonist: Anus, Anus, Anos. Anos Voldegod, The Misfit of Demon Academy, Katarina Kleas, My Next Life is a Villainess, Midori Asakasa, 
Um, keep your hands off Azekin. Natsume from Decadence. Shoyo Hinata, Haikyuu to the top. Yuji Itadori from Jujutsu Kaisen. Best boy. Best boy. Enos Voldegoad from Mr. Demon Academy. Kaimon, Dore Hidoro. Kun Aguero Agnes, Tower of God. Uh, Legoshi, Beastars. Satoru Gojo, Jujutsu Kaisen. Shoyu Hinata. Yeah, I love Satoru Gojo and I love Kaimon, but I gotta give it to Legoshi. Legoshi, best boy. Um, best girl, Abigail Jones from The Great Pretender. Katarina Cleus. My next life is a villainess. Chizuru Mizuhara, Rent-A-Girlfriend. Uh, Kaguya Shinonomiya, Kaguya-sama Love is War. Noi from Dora Doro. And Sayaka Kanamori from Keep Your Hands Off Aizuken. I will be really happy if Noi or Sayaka from Kanamori from Keep Your Hands Off wins. Anime of the Year. Ready for this? Aparanman, Beastars, Dorohedoro, Great Pretender, Jujutsu Kaisen, and Keep Your Hands Off Aizuken. I think it's really stupid that Aparanman is on there. Um, I did not like this show. I don't know if something crazy at the end happened or what. Um, apparently it has a 7.3 on Mal. I, I watched the first like four some episodes and it just did not rope me in. If it takes forever getting there, you know, I'm not going to be able to like care to watch the end. So apparently maybe something happened at the end of it that was really good. I don't know, but not, I was not a fan of it. Not a fan of it. So hopefully, you know, I would, I, w- I would be happy if any, anything, any of those other choices if they won. Um, and I kind of feel like there should have been other anime in place of Abaridanman, but you know, whatever, that's fine. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoy that newscast. Thank you for listening every week. Um, really appreciate it. Again, sorry, this episode came out later than it was supposed to, but anyway, I love you guys very much. Let me know if you want to hear anything and anything, any particular news that I don't normally talk about that you want to hear instead of what I normally talk about. Please don't be afraid or hesitate to tell me, Hey, Sam, can you cover this next time? Because I haven't heard much about it. Or, Hey, Sam, there was this game that was announced a couple weeks or like a couple years ago, and I have not heard anything about it. Can you please tell me? Let me know. Like, obviously, you could Google it yourself, but if you want to hear my take on it and you want me to report on it, please let me know. Absolutely, 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 I will report on it for you. I will do anything for you because I love you guys very much, and you allow me to do this every week, and I really appreciate it. So that being said, take care. Stay safe. I love you. Thanks for listening, and this has been Sam with the Anime Summit Newscast.